It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Chels. Well, this is the week where there's crisis in football in London. There's disasters happening. There are terrible things being said about managers. And you know what? None of it's to do with Chelsea. It's all up in North London where the chaos is. So to have a look at the chaos that we don't have at our club, but is everywhere else. Uh, ah, the wonderful Mr. Seb Fontaine. Evening. Uh, Mr. Rick Glanville making his first appearance of the season. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello. And he's here. He's here. You know, it's Tuesday night. The great British Bake Off is back. And so's Gary Hayes, who's made the most incredible pie, which we're going to eat. Test match special. Eat your heart out. And actually, that pie looks damn fine. And it says CFC on the top. What do we think of this, boys? Is, is this a, a wonder of modern baking? Or We won't be loaning him to beat us on him. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> he, he cooks like that. that. He's here. <laughs> oh, so you, that, it, it would have said the Chels, but I ran out of pastry. <laughs> <laughs> you need a bigger pastry bad, bad dish planning. as well. <laughs> yeah, bad planning, so minus one yeah. point. Um, now, didn't you do this as some kind of pointed sort of... Uh, thing for a certain mr andy saunders yes well i was going to say everyone's lucky he's not here because i would have uh changed a pinch of salt for a handful of arsenic but um yes i did because he's which <laughs> <laughs> piece am i having <laughs> yeah there's I literally is a piece with his name Sorry, on it is there, he, is he, there? He, did he, i say i have to have a food taster <laughs> before i touch anything yeah, yeah. that i haven't been involved i don't in. want the salt or the arsenic <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's been calling me he's been almonds. calling me out on my um on my culinary skills on yeah. social media so I thought I'll bake a pie and bring it in yeah but to be fair it was me who first outed you was it? yeah it was oh it's just my contempt for <laughs> we're Andy still talking just... about cakes right? yeah we are we are okay, okay. Fine. just, <laughs> just <laughs> checking we're still talking about apple pie for those who don't watch the world of Twitter <laughs> Gary has been putting photos up of his cooking for the last week and my week. dog and, and yeah well that oh, we talked about and a bit about. of DIY and, and a bit of DIY I mean yeah, all we, of... that, we haven't even touched on the DIY no, like, all I those mean, screw holes have you ever oh, heard of the saying Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, but I sort of reverse it somehow. What? 
I can't see how. Um, <laughs> but, 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 I mean, you pointed out there were screw things yeah, missing. Well, what, in his, look, yeah. right, what happened with that is the, the cheapo home-based screws, that you put them into the wood and the head kept falling off. So anyway, that's got to be covered up anyway because I've run out of wood. So I'll get a bit of cladding down the front. You won't know. <laughs> this Thank is your you wheelie be, bin cover, Yeah, you'll be it? none the wiser. Well, because the problem is that we've got... Um, no one cares. Yeah, well, we, 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 so we live in this really old house and we've got our driveway around the back of these other people's houses and it leads to our garden. Make a cup and of tea other now. People, yeah, no, but these other people got it right away, so they leave their bins there. And it's been really annoying me since we moved in, so I just took it upon myself yesterday to... Sort it out. Yeah. Well, and what's done, nice yeah. is that the excess sawdust helped to make the crust of this apple pie. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it is a, a fine beast, and we shall yeah. be tucking into it later. So uh, we will be keeping you abreast of these things and uh, letting you know. But um, I don't know, where shall we start? You know, it, it's kind of a weird moment, this in the season, isn't it? Because everyone's gone away for internationals, and yet cleverly they've managed to sort out the transfer window so that it all happens while everyone's away. So nobody really knows what's going on. It looks as though we've probably bought Oxlade-Chamberlain, who was fantastic against Liverpool at the weekend. <laughs> that was his first game in a Chelsea shirt, weren't it? Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, and he was in blue. He, he was, I mean, you know, it's extraordinary. I mean... Do you, do you fear that we're buying the right type of player or the wrong type of player, having seen what he was like in in there? You know what? And Danny Drinkwater may be coming. When you Say. speak to Arsenal play, Arsenal fans, they're all they, they're quite happy to take that money. They they are. I, my view on it is, I think the boy needs a change, and I think he's got a lot of potential. And you know, if you look what Conti did for you know Moses and some other, you know, I think he's yeah. got great potential, Absolutely and I'd like right. to see this working. I really would, and I think he's got the potential that it could work. He, I, I think the price is high. I think the price is high considering he's only got twelve months left in his contract. But there's other people in for it. You know, there's Liverpool's in for it. But I, I can't help feeling that we're selling low and buying high. You know, we're selling a lot of our players quite cheaply, albeit maybe some with buyback clauses. But, it, it, you know, I, it, all right, if you look at the three we're talking about, Chamberlain, Drinkwater and p- potentially Barkley, I don't know how much that is actually on the cards. But are they all going to make our team better or are they just reinforcements? Well, Barkley's going to do nothing until at least January. Yeah. Um, you know, look, for, for me, we're going out and buying players. We, we know we need to sort out the homegrown player thing so it helps if they come in. Oxlade Chamberlain, you know, I, I read this thing where somebody was saying the thing why he wants to go is he doesn't want to become Theo Walcott too, mm. which is true. You know, Walcott has threatened to be a player at Arsenal and now he's 29. And you think, well, when, hold on, I remember, him, <laughs> I remember him being whatever it was, 17 at a World still Cup. still getting caught offside three times. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, there, there, are, there are things you could go. Luckily, this no, but is that's not... that's the point, Kerry. Wenger might be a great manager, has obviously won stuff in the past, but he's not a coach. And if every, Can you name a single young player who has improved under Wenger? I can't think of a single one. They may, by dint of playing with better players, it may rub off on them and they'll say, you know, in, in training, you know, when you're alongside Bergkamp, Henri, whatever. But individually, as in terms of their tactical now, their positioning... Um, how they read the game. There's nothing there. Did he Thierry doesn't Henry teach them not? anything. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd give him Henri because he had had a... He, he went from being a bit more of a winger to... I'm, not, I'm listening, I'm not trying to blow smoke up Wenger's butthole here at all, but I think Henri was a fairly Well, I think the point example. that Rick's making is that when you look yeah. at the players they've come through, you know, especially um, someone like Wilshere, 
who I talk about a lot. But but, see, but on a serious <laughs> note, someone someone like Wilshire that had so much potential as a seventeen year old, he just wasn't coached properly, wasn't managed properly, and it, it, that's just a massive waste. And all credit to Oxlade Chamberlain for the fact that you know the comparison of Walcott's really interesting because at the same age around that time there was always the link that Chelsea might be in for Walcott but maybe didn't have the courage to go or Chelsea pulled out of the deal who knows but you know for a player to have that courage to not only you know leave a big club and you know go across to a city rival and all the rest of it but go into the unknown really he could sit and rest on his laurels at Arsenal where you know Wenger speaking you know big things about him publicly and you know talking about building a team around him and he's going to Chelsea that are champions and he's got no guarantee of getting that side regardless of whether Chelsea are paying 35 40 million for him so I think it says a lot about the player his ambition and the fact that you know, I'm not saying it just because it's Chelsea but just looking at it in the grander scheme of things that he's taking a big risk and I think that shows a lot about the ambition he's got how do Arsenal get so many good players down on 12 month contracts I mean that's just shocking and, and Wenger shocking sat business. there saying oh it, it's, it's, the, it's, really the fu- terrible. it's the future of football and it's a good thing it's, how can it be a good thing that you've got you know, Kieran, Kieran Gibbs, another player who came through, was meant to be the next Ashley Cole. It's Look just, what happened to him. He looks completely untutored. Yep. He's another one. He, doesn't, well, he, he has no yep. positional sense whatsoever, Kieran Be- Gibbs. Bellerin. And- yeah, but Monreal. I mean, look at them. They're, it's chaotic. No evolution. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. This show and, and that's brilliant. the thing. Arsenal kicking show. 18 months ago, you, you, you would... You well, there would was a great disturbance in the Finsbury Park area on Monday, on Sunday, as if millions of voices had cried out at once, just like in Star Wars. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> just, just looking at Bellerin as well, you know, the, the goal that they conceded was Salah scored, which I thought was... Um, oh, how could you like, not know but, what but, Salah does? But then the, the funny thing is about that, he was is that it wasn't Bellerin at the time but when we um, beat Arsenal 6-1 or 6-0 you know a few yeah, years back when it was uh, Wenger's 1000th game yeah. Salah scored an identical goal to yeah. that you know, and but, so you know, looking at Bellerin, you, you'd give it eighteen months ago. You'd give him that Money, tactical Money naivety, cut, cutting in on his right. Yeah, but, 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 but you know, as if he's always going to do that. But, but you, you'd give those players, oh, you know, you'd say to him, you know, okay, that's, that's tactical naivety, and you know, sitting, so you're the last man, you're sitting twenty yards beyond your halfway line. But you know, who's on the bench giving the instruction? And that's just going to knock his confidence even more. And this player that was being linked with Barcelona in the summer doesn't look like he's he's fit for the Arsenal side, let alone you know, a side like Barcelona. So I think it shows a lot just about Wenger and Arsenal as a club. Well, OK, we're going to just go off for a quick giggle about Arsenal for a minute and we're just going to have a word from our sponsors. The Chelsea is back for the season by Ladbrokes. Bet £5, get £20. If you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet dot chelsea podcast dot net so back to arsenal baiting which you know i don't really like doing this i think it's kind of like really negative way to go but god it's good fun isn't it um i think you know if this is something i think you we're talking about conte can can see things in certain young players um but at the same time just when you think he's made a decision something happens like jeremy boger going to birmingham this week did that surprise anyone or does it actually make sense for him to go and get a season in a lower level like tammy abraham did and let's face it tammy's goal for swansea at the weekend was a fabulous finish (laughs) you'd never guess he'd get a goal like that would you (laughs) (laughs) what he does week in week out but you know he's not gonna get he wouldn't get that goal for us because he wouldn't be playing yeah. at the yeah. moment and we do need another striker and it's a shame what happened to Dominic Solanke last year because had things not gone awry with his contracts um, he probably would have got a few games uh, last season it didn't and now he's at Liverpool so we just have to write that one off 
My, I think the thing is that you don't want, you still want to have the line of progression. And I think uh, Christensen again at the weekend showed that he's ready to, uh, he looked to great. play for us. He looked really good. He, you know, in contrast to what we've been saying about these Wenger schooled uh, gooners, he just looks like he knows exactly where to play. Uh, he's, his reading of the game is superb. You can see that his teammates are really comfortable passing to him in tight situations because they know he's not going to give it away and he's going to make the right decision. And, and, and I think because of his good performances, have you noticed we've been linked with less and less um, centre-backs at the moment? I mean, like the Van Dyke thing mm. seems, seems to have fizzled out because I think Conti looks like he really likes him. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think it's true. And I, I, I suppose we should move on to the Everton game. <coughs> I mean, we can come back to Bacon Arsenal. Anytime you find there's a joke in there, just bring <laughs> it up. Your schadenfreude is strong today. Yes, indeed, it absolutely is thank you oh wise one um but again it was interesting to see that when he got the chance with everton gets fabregas back he goes straight in the side Mm, david luis an interesting call that wasn't it it was because what it's the weakened everton midfield i have to say but but he knew he that's the wise that's what i like about conte is that he he surveys the landscape before and thinks hold up yeah there's a weakness there that's we can capitalize on it by doing this and he'll adjust it and change it but don't you think also what it said was Bakayoko wasn't fit for the Tottenham game mm. for the 90 minutes. Needs must. He got him through it. He said, look, you can have a rest next week, but I need you to do this yeah. one. Get on that bench again this week and come on. Mm. But I think equally as well, though, that as the manager, he sees it and just thinks we don't need that yeah, marauding well, midfielder. We need the delicate touches of Fabregas. And you look at the goals that Chelsea scored. That's what they're all about. Yeah. And he also knew how to nurture his player through. He said, you've got to do something for me. Then I'll I'll do something for you and it's that whole sort of team ethic that team building that I think Conte seems to like which explains why you know he was always going to fall out with Costa you know there are certain other people he's obviously got rid of out of the club that he just wants to start building things in his way and I, for me I don't know how you all feel but I think there possibly is far less chaos than we're led to believe at the club and yeah, you I know mean, that maybe to- Conte's got a plan I and mean, we're told that William and, and Conte don't get on but I mean, so William was fantastic again on the weekend. I mean, just brilliant. You know, when you just his little turns, his movement was fantastic. Uh, Murata was just brilliant again. I mean, that boy's great with his head. Yeah, I, I think, and he's still only operating at probably. 70% capacity yeah, he because still he still needs still to, learn to learn a, a bit more fa- hold up feet. Yeah, but, but William was thing. fantastic I mean I know when Barcelona were talking about William although I think that was probably just agent speculation but you know trying to fuel some stuff but I, I was a bit upset about that because I wouldn't want to lose William uh, I know he didn't play as many games as he wanted last season but I, 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 I don't know I, I think him I think he's going to be a big part this season well this is an interesting thing uh, if Chelsea are buying Oxley chamberlain whose father is a Lifelong Chelsea fan, by the is way. Is that right? Yeah, Mark Chamberlain. Oh, good um, fact. That feels good. Has there been the drug beheader has obviously been trending all over Twitter today, hasn't <laughs> it? Was Where the, the tweet that uh, Ox did on the oh, 19th yeah, yeah, of yeah. May 2012 was like, yeah. buzzing, Drogba, what a header. Because clearly watching yeah. the games, it's like, oh, is he actually a Chelsea <laughs> fan or not? <laughs> he said or he used to watch... Fan? He, Zola's one of his heroes. So that's uh, Zola and Henri were, the, were his two Tech number heroes. But... Where is he going to play? If he's not going to be playing right wing back, lots of people think that he's cover there, yes, for Victor Moses. But what if he's actually going to be one of the advanced three, getting close, getting into the box? And, you know, Arsenal fans have been slagging him off for saying he's only got nine goals or whatever in yeah. however two, many appearances. Max is two a season at, at most. Yeah. 
But what? A, how is he going to fit in in that position? He does have some of the skill sets that are required to play there. I think yeah, he has he does. got tricks in him. Uh, he's you know he's got back, pace. Back to your point, you know, you put a good coach on him, and yeah. anything's possible. He's he's definitely got the skills. I know he he might have been slightly underwhelming for Arsenal, but I I, I do have high hopes for him. I'm, yeah, I'm, I do. But I'm happy yeah. with this. The, the, the one thing I'd say about him is that, and th- this was something I was saying on the pod last season about when we we're talking about potential players, and I you know just just me personally, I liked him as a player, but so I'm not going to change because he's coming to Chelsea now. But I think if you look at him, that he. He hasn't had the consistency at Arsenal because he hasn't had the consistent run of games. And also what he hasn't had is he suffered in the way that players like Rooney did for England, mm. where they just got played in so many different positions that he couldn't really nail something down. Yeah. So the hope is that... Position fatigue. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the, the hope is now that coming to Chelsea, there will be a plan, that he will be part of the four attacking midfielders that Chelsea need, really, because they've got three plus Mustonda. Well, we don't know if he... Don't forget, but, we don't know whether Conte wants to stick with what he's got or but, whether he wants to go to 4-2-4, four, four, which he's... Okay, you but, know, so then, yeah, so he used him one of those track positions or he used, cause then he used that against um, against Rapid Vienna mm. on his first first ever game in charge. So maybe he does that, but... Um, you know, it'd be it'd be interesting to see him getting those attacking positions, or if he plays him at right wing back. But he's got everything that you need mm. to succeed in either of those. But now he's got to the point twenty four where that potential needs to move into something substantial. Yeah, and he's making the right move at the right time. You know, we talk about players will make a move when they're twenty nine thirty for the last contract. It's mm. almost like he's making his move now mm. for his career for the next six years, and mm. it'd be interesting mm. to see what he does. But you look at everything he's got as a player. You know, regardless whether he's part of the homegrown quota or not he's got everything you'd think he needs to succeed in that Chelsea side. I, I think the other thing is we do, you know, we look better with pace in our side. And when we haven't had Pedro recently, I think we've looked a little bit uh, less dynamic. And he does have that. He has that injection. And I think, again, we, you were talking, Seb, you're saying about William. I thought Pedro was fantastic. He again. fast. He do you know what I so think? Quick. I like nipping in, nicking it off the toes and great like those little oh, ones I actually and think slip pass is fantastic. I think William plays better when Pedro's on the pitch. Yeah, yeah there's something about it, that- it. It's funny, Sarah, because I was thinking about, you know, I was watching the game um, back on, on Sunday and I just thought it, William's the type of player that, you know, um, you know, that you talk about a transfer of a player from you know from Leicester to United and he doesn't really perform. You know, like Zaha mm. at Palace that you know he went to United, really didn't didn't get a chance, but didn't do much yeah. confidence, goes back to Palace, it shines again. Mm. It's almost that like when Hazard isn't around, William almost takes on that senior position and he thrives in it. As, as when as Hazard's the creative, there. he's yeah. the creative, yeah. No, Whereas absolutely. when Hazard's on the pitch, almost like he lets Hazard do it because he knows he's yeah, got to let I, Hazard do it, so it takes something away from his game. And the way he played against Ever, he was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Under twenty, I know it's the only under twenty threes, but Azad was playing in the role that uh, William played against Tottenham in that behind the second striker. So in a three, what would it be? Three five, five. one one, five, yeah, something like that. And um, I wonder if that's something that he's thinking about as well, Conte. That he might just because the thing that we that was better about last season over the year before was that we had bodies in the box we had Costa isolated in that terrible season that none of us want to revisit and last season we had three players in the box the whole time and I wonder if that's what he's he's just looking to get more of those be really more of that happening but don't you think he's trying things to, to have the option to suddenly go in the middle of a game absolutely uh, you know yeah. that's one and thing we're learning about Conte the Champions League as well but yeah. again it's something we spoke about last season when, um, when Chelsea started seeing out games post New Year that's when you started seeing more assess because yeah. he started playing that five-man midfield. It's, all, it's almost as though yeah. he's, he's bringing that five-man midfield in 
to have Sesk be part yeah. of it. Yeah. Because when you're playing that, in the way that David Luiz, you know, he, he was as much in there as the enforcer against Spurs as he was the player who kept the ball moving. Mm. And I think when you play that five-man midfield, you need that extra dimension in there, which a player like Sesk brings. So it'd be interesting if they, they go down that I, The other route. thing that's interesting about his treatment of, of Sesk is that he was clearly upset with him getting sent off because he, he actually kind of wrote off the first red card but then he said you know we should have been better we should have been wiser about the the second this is obviously Bernie I'm talking about you know we've got to learn that we can't be stupid when uh, give away soppy red cards and yet he didn't punish him by leaving him out as soon as he was available he threw him back in there and I wonder that's a really interesting uh, well he's commending him really almost I mean, it's funny since you last time I was in was oh, just after the Burnley game <laughs> we were all having a good old way I mean, how many nasty tackles mm. since that have we seen just in oh, our games just in our games points, how many point, how many yeah. tackles that Cahill got sent off for have happened against us with not even so much as a card two Ooh, in Tottenham one on Fabregas <coughs> two, yeah. one in at least one in Dyer against Dyer against two in Tottenham Harry Kane should have been sent off against Burnley wasn't yeah. it I think I mean, that, that was his challenge it, I, I, you've got to feel hard done by for that well I, no I think it was the right thing to give Cahill a red card but I think well, it's it was only the right wrong if thing every, it's, it's only right if everyone's it's only right if everyone's playing the same rules consistency that's the problem that sometimes a player kicks a ball away and doesn't get booked, and then Rudiger did it against Spurs mm. and got booked, and then he was but like, "Gaze on Fabregas was a leg breaker." Oh no, how yeah, that it wasn't was. even shown on Match of the Day too. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, double standards. No, exactly. Um, and the, okay, here's a bit of word association. Um, first word that comes into your mind: Mike Dean, Scouse. <laughs> well it's on the Wirral but <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? is that woolly bat didn't quite have the effect I wanted <laughs> people like Mike Dean you know I think these these referees should be answerable for what the decisions are that they make I, I must say that um, I don't like giving referees a bad rap too much but there are referees like Mike Dean that are showmen yeah, and it's almost they want to be in control yeah. and putting these big stars in their place because I run this pitch and th- you know you're on my pitch right now and you you do pick that up of him. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's probably not easy as a referee to see everything that's going on. No, I mean, of course, it's not. but I I don't see why anyone. You know, I I think there's quite a few of those challenges that could have been picked up retrospectively and said, well, you know, and this this whole thing about oh well the referee didn't put it in his book. It, you know, that means but he saw it, but he just saw nothing of it. I think there's a point to say actually no, we, we've reviewed. That that was just as bad as the Cahill foul. Yeah. You know, it's here for the video review panel. The diving yeah. panel. What's happened to it? Yeah, what happened? Are we, against Burnley going are we, are down are trying we, to get a penalty. What are they doing? Are they no, still, no one's even flagged it. Are they not yeah. agreed where they're going to meet yet? Is yeah. it going to be Starbucks? But they didn't know he was on it though, did they? It just like, changes day to day. And that was a big kind of flagship change for the Premier League and we've not heard anything about it since no you know I, I, I think there would have been at least another three or four retrospective red cards yeah. if, if Cahill's if Cahill's sending off set the bar there should have been at least another four retrospective yeah. red cards in the two weeks following yeah I I, it's, it's like in cricket you know they they check the light on the first day when they decide to take players off a bad light and that is the tone That's the for the rest of the thing. Exactly. <clears throat> and it just doesn't seem to have happened this season. Anyway, we better go for a quick break. And while we're doing that, Gary's going to cut up some cake. <laughs> the 
the Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back to The Average White Band and Cut the Cake with Gary Hayes. <laughs> so, Gary, you haven't cut this cake. Can you please get the it's blue pie. It's a pie. You know, um, I was thinking of, have you ever seen Stand By Me? Yeah. yeah. The bit where Lardar drinks all the oil and then goes to the cake, uh, the pie in competition. You should do that. Well, we, we, let's see what the pie's like first. I don't, we don't know if we want a competition. It's a nice, much nice gnarly crust there. Look at That's that. Gnarly. I mean, that, it's like a steak and kidney pie, really, isn't it? Just with apples. It, it, this is so exciting. I, I'm going to, you know, maybe we should be tweeting this live. Um, you know, what, apple and kidney live. pie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, That's pass weird. me your plate, a- Kerry. You're apple pie live. It's too creative for me, like apple and kidney Look at that! He's a, he's a, he's really now. I mean, See, normally I have a spatula at home to do this. So I think maybe Rick was right when he said about how I should. Rick knows how to cut a pie. This is making for great. This is great, great radio. Class, this is really great. Spurs are wow, really Wow! Look at the us. thickness of that. Honest, meanwhile, Gary, meanwhile, while this is happening. <laughs> anyway, Spurs are in after. I should please welcome our special guest, Mary Berry, who's got <laughs> sod all to do tonight. Um, she can come in and oh, look at that. Well, I can I can oh, see a bit of a soggy bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, well, that's. I've got a fork for you, Kerry. Don't oh. use your hand, you tramp. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is such exciting radio. Go to football okay. matches. Okay, football matches. Right, this is me eating the very first mouthful. Noisily. Look at his face. Is it all right? Ooh. There's a lot of pie to the pie, but. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A lot of pie to the pie. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, maybe we should have another break. Um, squared. It's very tasty, though. You know, it's slightly soggy bottom, but next week's one will be better, I think. <laughs> what will you be doing next week, Gary? Do you, well, do you I'm, like I'm cooking? Not, I'm not on my break anymore, so I'll just be doing naff all. So, um, there you go. Good. You can take the rest down for Jackie. Mm, excellent. Well, we'll do, oh, do you want some, Ollie? Do you want Sorry, Ollie's our sound guy. Oh, oh, ask him who he supports. That's good. Wait, who do you support, Ollie? Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh. Where's the arsenic? <laughs> Where's Andy's arsenic? Yeah, Where's Andy's <laughs> arsenic, please, for Ollie. Here's the arsenic bit without the nick in it. No, actually, I'll tell you what, you could bake him a cake next week that's half full, so it reminds <laughs> me of Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. There you go, Ollie. Have a piece of cake from with love from Chelsea to Tottenham. And then I'll pick up my cake dish from you and I'll pick you up to go Leicester. Okay. So Salah looked good for Liverpool. <laughs> he does. He, he looked. He looked a completely very very different well, he's, player. He's, he's two years Salah old. Like I can't the, tell playing against those. But that's that what I was going to say. He looked team. like the player from the six nil Chelsea six Arsenal yeah. nil game. You know, yeah. when you leave a pitch for a fast player to run into, that's what that's what happens, isn't it? So, you know, no. I mean, you know, look. He's one of those players, if he'd have actually got a decent run at Chelsea or had gone out on loan and got back or whatever, he, he, he just got lost. That was, he's another one of those players, like De Bruyne, like, well, possibly Quadrado. I don't think he was ever going to make it at Chelsea, probably. But, you know, who knows what they could have developed into. Chelsea, at times, in the past, have not given people enough time to find their feet. And I think Salah was definitely one of those. You could see from the first time he played for us, he had the pace. Just did he have the control or the nous for it? And he never really got a proper run for me. But it but just sometimes happens team like against Liverpool will defend deep. Yeah. And that's not and his And that's strength. when you'll see... That he can't unpick a lock. And, and, and that's, that's the, the problem, problem. With, yeah. with Salah. Is exactly. that He's not skillful, he's fast. Yeah, exactly. And one, once that pace isn't... You know, you've got nowhere to run into... 
That's when he's going to face problems. Cross in for the other goal was great, though. Well, one of the other. Again, goals. he had so much well, good. Oh, was, for, for Sturridge, two, another ex Chelsea player. To, um, well, it's an interesting thing, isn't header. it? Out of all the yeah. uh, the players that our rivals have bought, is there someone that, if you had a magic wand, you would have waved it and intervened to redirect them to Cobham? Yeah. Anyone that anyone else has bought? I'd like not to have sold some players. Right. I'd like not to have sold De Bruyne. So Matic, you were... No, 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 I, 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 I don't mind that, to be honest. De Bruyne and I, I've got a thing with Bertrand. I the think only he, thing is, he at went, the time, sorry, when, when um, De Bruyne got sold, that was good business for Chelsea. It was. It was very good. And yeah, it was, but he again, he didn't really get a... We didn't get a proper is, at the same time, what about the current window? Look at the circumstances and how he was sold. Current window. Who, Who would you have... What, that's already been bought? Yeah. Neymar. <laughs> no, actually, well, I wouldn't want Sanchez if he ends up going City with that Sterling the other way. Yeah, I mean yeah. that. Sanchez. Yeah, but that, that's that. It's just ridiculous. Raheem Sterling oh, going the other I way to Arsenal. When I heard that, that's that just, you lose. I mean, talk about trading in a Ferrari and getting a <laughs> Trabant. A, yeah, <laughs> actually, Trabant is Raheem Sterling, the Trabant of football. I like it, but um, I, I, I can't think. Who would I have, have gone for? Um, I'm I'm glad we didn't get Lukaku. I just don't think he was right for us. Rubbish at taking penalties. Yeah, still. Oh, well, yes. I've always maintained <laughs> that. Yeah, absolutely. But, it, it, on, seriously, I know he hasn't moved yet, but there's all there's rumours um, about Draxler might how Draxler might leave PSG. I'd like Chelsea to, yep. to look at someone like him. Arsenal fan. Well, you know what? It's funny. I know that from an exchange student. I, I interviewed <laughs> him. Um, what did you exchange him for? <laughs> <laughs> Raheem Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I, then I got a Trabant. <laughs> I interviewed um, Draxler. You can, if you look the video up on YouTube, this is about four years ago when we played Schalke. So did a mix zone interview of him. He was one of the few Schalke players who spoke English and my German isn't isn't great. So um, he stopped and I just asked him, oh, is this... Your the, English isn't so good, is either. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. My pies are, though. Yeah, your pies are fine. <laughs> pies fantastic. No problem with that. Um, yeah, and he, he said that he hinted that he might go to Chelsea then because um, there was a lot of rumour about he might come to the Premier League and Arsenal always the link and then Chelsea somehow got linked in there. But he's one of those players who um, you know, made a strange move. Um, went to Wolfsburg, didn't he? Yeah, and then goes to you know um, PSG, which I thought was a bit odd as well. But it'd be good to see a player like him at Chelsea. I think he's got a lot of skill and craft and sort of player that we we don't have a lot of. Does it not feel like we've got all this new money, masses of money for the Premier League for you know all you know all the new TV rights deals? We've got no better players coming to the Premier League. We're just paying more for the shit ones. I mean, it just everyone's price has gone up. Yeah, that's, that, that's all that's happened. But football's been like that forever. Yeah, I and mean, to be I fair, mean, fifty million is the old twenty ratchet, million, thirty it? million. But it's it? just, it's just everything's gone up. We've yeah. just because everyone knows we've got some more money in our pocket. Have you not travelled on the trains in this country? <laughs> <laughs> they go up as well. You know what I mean? But, it's, but it's true. You know, these players are expensive now. It's bought a lot. If anything, it's bought around a lot more um, instability. Really, I know, think so because. There's a lot more problems than just having two good teams in the Premier League. It was better when we we were the only ones with money. Yeah, but then it was stable. <laughs> it was a stable but environment. It, yeah, the good old but days. It's funny but only one if, team was stable too much money. But if if you look at if you look at Spain and you know Germany and well France now as well, that their teams that they've got that that order and that hierarchy that allows those teams not only to to flourish at home but do something on the continent. Whereas that the Premier League is such a mess at the moment that I think it adds to the instability of English teams in Europe. Until we get, you know, a stable top four again, I think you're not going to see teams, you know, succeed 
consistently in the Champions League. I know United won the Europa League, but I think even even the Europa League that you mean it's too competitive. Well, it's, it's not even that. I just think that it's so unstable that teams, you know, Chelsea getting accused of lacking ambition because they haven't spent a quarter of a billion this summer. It's like, yeah, get over yourself. And I know it sounds, you know, um, you know, hypocritical coming from a Chelsea fan, given what Chelsea were doing ten years ago, but. Mm. You know, if, just to be labelled, you know, unambi- unambitious because you're not yeah. spending that sort it's of money. It's hard to compete, and the, you know, I mean, I, th- I think that that is the problem. And when you look at what we bought, it, it, I think we bought well. Yeah, no, I think we have. If we kept Costa, I'd have been really happy with what we bought. I think we're still a striker short. It's, we, it's hard to compete. It's hard to compete, right? But then, and I, I'm going to, I know people will probably pillar me for it. But if you look at Spurs, I'm not saying they're the, the model club to look at. But they haven't done a lot of business, but they've got, I know they can't win at Wembley and all the rest of it, but they've got a stable squad there. They've got a stable team. And I know they've just let um, Vimmer go after they've brought in uh, Sanchez from, um, from Ajax. Ajax. But I think the way they're trying to do it, and I know it's not the perfect model, I know, but you know, they're getting criticised for not showing ambition. But I think if you look at it, it's like almost that Pochettino's happy with what he's got and he's trying to build something that only needs to be tweaked. Although, and, although, I, I think although, that's imposed on him. Although, to be honest, maybe, but, level yeah. there but equally, I think, forcing their hands you, you can go back to, to you know, the early days of um, Abramovich, that we had that crazy summer of the influx of, you know, Veron, yeah. Cole, Duff, and then yeah. the and next kind of catch-up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, but then it, as it stabilised, Chelsea looked strong, and then what you had is that core group of players that wasn't constantly turning, that eventually won Chelsea the Champions League years beyond what they should have done, yeah. but he ended up winning it, and what, what won it? It was that spine, Ashley Cole, Pardon me, John Terry, Frank Lampard, Drogba, Czech. You know, the spine right through the heart of that team that it was almost that they were, you know, cherry-picking players to play around them. But that was the, the solid spine of what Chelsea well, were as a club. It's not now gonna, teams don't have that anymore. It's not going to change because the next round of bidding, you're going to get the big internet and social media giants are coming yeah. in and it is going to change the face of how we watch football in this country. It will not be like yeah. it is now. It won't be Sky, BT, it'll be... Whoever it, ne- you know, he never made sense. Like that that whole Brian, Sky you'll have BT your own thing. channel, you'll be able to watch every single. Well, you can club in Spain. Match. In Spain, you can watch and every game, and you can watch every game in Spain. You can watch every game in England. You can watch every you game in Germany. Ticket. You just yeah. yeah, or you just pay per game, and it's not like nineteen ninety nine. It's like about four or five quid or whatever, yeah. and you just and everyone just goes, oh yeah, I'll watch that game, and that's it. But I, I think we are in, in a world of changing football, and I, I quite like the people we've bought. And I would like to just have a, a little chat about some of them from the Everton game. I'd also like to say, for me, the most improved player and the biggest surprise player that we bought under Conte must surely be Marcus Alonso. Mm, you know, definitely. We didn't really get to talk about him last week because we're kind of getting used to him scoring goals, chipping in, <laughs> doing things. Against Everton, he made some absolutely crucial tackles. The few times they came up to our end, that he was just was on his game. And I, I think he's a. And again, I think it's what we're talking about with Conte. He does something to inspire these players. He says, "Look, I pulled you out of nowhere. Basically, now we're going to work together." I, I think it would have been a shame if we'd have bought a more expensive, more exotic version of him and sidelined him just because the right, other still guy. Might, but well, but you you know what I mean, you know. And I just think. With the way he's playing, you know, to go to Juve and spend 65 million or whatever it is on somebody who plays in the same position, that almost seems like that would be a waste because well, he is so good at the moment. We can play that though, really, yeah. do we? See, the, and the, the one thing I'd say is, you know, harking back to those early Abramovich, you know, seasons, especially the, the first few under Jose, is that Chelsea's transfer policy, whether it's by design or not, seems to have gone back to the way they were signing players then, where. Yeah. 24 million for Drogba. Chelsea were 
laughed at for paying that. Yeah. And he became a star by being a Chelsea player. You know, and you know, so many players did. He, he, I know he, they were Chelsea players already before Bramvich, but Lampard became a star by being at Chelsea. John Terry became a star by being at Chelsea. And it started to go, to go awry a little when they started we, signing... Stars already. Shevchenko in 2006. Yeah. And Balak was obviously, well, in my view, was a success. But when they started up in the ante a little bit in terms of the marquee signings and then you know Deco in, in 2008 under Scolari kind of player yeah, yeah exactly and and it's almost a, I don't know whether it's by design or not but they've sort of regress is the right term but they've taken a step back to signing players that are a fit for the club rather than are a fit for the marketing department and you look at Alonso yeah, and it's the perfect perfect example because he still gets grief from these Idiots. Don't even go there. We Idiots. know it. They're, they're everywhere, yeah, unfortunately. And, but. and you just just look at look at the footballer. Don't Who Alonso gets grief? Yeah. Who's Alonso getting grief from? People in that stadium. I mean, the other. Yeah, they're not even in the stadium. Oh, just on Twitter. Oh, Idiots who are locked in their bedroom and yeah, you know, mum and dad are calling them for dinner soon. You know, while they're playing FIFA 18 and you know. Pez and all the rest of it, but and because they're and not, they're probably all in their pants. As yeah, well. yeah. But and, and because they're not picture. superstar player whose stats, you know, always oh, got ninety for passing and seventy eight for pace. Do you know what I mean that on a computer screen it doesn't look good? But in reality, the substance of what Chelsea are, you know, and you look at that Italian team that Conte had before he took over at Chelsea. You know, Jacarini couldn't get in the side at Sunderland. That to send him yeah, on a, I mean, alone to I think Bari or somewhere like that where he did nothing. What a mediocre bunch of players that were turned into a, a, a fantastic. Fantastic unit by Conte. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's what I think is the positive thing about... I'm not saying that Chelsea have got it right in this transfer window or the window before, but I, I think, think they have. they've got a lot more right than they've got wrong. Yeah. And the other person I'd like to talk about for a moment, and we haven't mentioned him yet much this season, but he really impressed me on Saturday. He actually impressed me against Tottenham, was Rudiger. I think he looks as though he's getting the measure of the game in the Premiership. Lots of people have been calling him a donkey and going, oh, he doesn't look much good. And I don't get Again, it. Again, because he's not Van Dyke. Everyone no. wants 70 million on Van Dyke. That's but the problem. I think Rudiger is going to turn into one of those players, hopefully, that will be an ever-present pretty much for Chelsea. What? We'll go on and do a job. Uh, Maybe he'll drop out when Cahill comes back. We'll have to see. But he looks a good that's footballer. Not, that's not clear that that will happen, is it? No, it's not. No. But what I'm saying, for me, he looks like a very, very solid, yeah. organised player. Yeah. He's learning things. Th- yeah. He's going to get of, turned um, by Harry Kane, but, you know, a lot of people are. Th- there's an air of Aspilicu about him not in the way they play but in the fact that it was a signing that really no one cared about when we signed Aspilicueta in 2012 we just won the Champions yeah. League and we signed him for 8 million from Marseille I think it was and it was almost one that just came under the radar no one really cared and now look at him yeah, so we're saying that Emanalo actually knows what he's doing is that what we're saying here well, don't say that in with anywhere near <laughs> Phil this is the, and this is the point I just made though I think I know they get they get a lot right, but they get a lot wrong. But I, I just think that on that's the, the nature, whole, that's the nature. I mean, of it. when you exactly. look at someone like Every one Atletico of them Madrid, exactly. if you look at Madrid, you know, and they don't buy superstars generally, but they make them. You know, they're they're buying. You look what Suarez, they're, they're tra- Torres. You know, their transfer policy is about Costa, a business model. Yeah, I mean, and but they but they've got they identify a good player for a good price and they turn them into superstars. I think what Chelsea are a good example of is that, especially with the high, you know, people say, oh, how do they? You know, maintain success when they've got this high level of uh, managerial turnover and the rest of it. But it's because of Emanalo and Granovskaya, what they do behind the scenes. Because it used to be in English football, especially, you'd take the manager out of the club and you'd lose the soul of the club because all the coaches go over them and all the rest of it. Whereas, you know, I know they 
they don't have a Steve Holland just right now, but by having the club appointments at you know certain levels of the club, it allows that continuity that a manager comes in, puts his imprint fall. on it as Conte has. But there's still the structure of the club and Emanala and Granovsky and in the team. That's the yeah. that's the key thing. You get consistent. You know, consistency in manage in management is one of the most overrated things in football. Yeah, just it, look at Arsenal. It, well, it's, <laughs> the only it's true. the only example of. Uh, Success year upon year upon year over an extended period with Sir Alex Ferguson, and he's the anomaly. And people say, "Oh, what about Wenger?" Well, ten years ago, maybe, yeah. but not now. So there isn't any example of, of extended su- success through keeping the same manager and expecting it still to, to carry on. It just doesn't happen. So talk, talk, talk about managers. Do we think Mourinho's got good again? <laughs> is it, right, is, I is think it, he was always good. Yeah, I, I think he's always good. But something went wrong at Chelsea, didn't it? Obviously, um, which we may or may never at Chelsea, ever find at Inter, out. At Real, everywhere something well, what, goes what's wrong. What's interesting as well, though, is he's, the, bought, he's done what he did with Fabregas and Costa. He's gone in and filled the spot on, yeah, on Sunday. It was six six of the players that started the game were the, the, the survivors from two years ago, and then against Spurs, there was only three. So yep. I think that it shows that. Jose was a problem, but I think there was other problems within the club that have been dealt with, not necessarily with characters, but in terms of the type of players that were there in order for what Chelsea needed. I think that winning the league when they did sort of papered over the cracks, having a title challenge in 2013-14, his first season back papered over cracks. And but, you, but think of the actual material things that happened in that 2014, you know, sorry, the 2015-16 um, season. That pre-season that was late... And they they'd yeah. gone away and won We've the league. We've spoken about this as well, yeah. yeah. It's and true. you know, it was a week short. Uh, when we played in the Community Shield, they didn't look fit. Yeah. And in fact, they didn't look fit for about another three weeks. So they always looked a week behind everyone else. Yeah. Well, I think this season Burnley was our pre-season game, the really. last one. Yeah, the, the yeah. first game mm. of the season. It just showed that we weren't quite up to it. But I think we're up to speed now. And you know. Um, We've got to head off in a second because we're all off on. What about the Champions League duty. draw? Are we not the, discussing that? We, we should. I was just going to say, but we should do the Champions League draw. Are mm. we happy with this? I knew we'd get Quarabeg. It was obvious, wasn't <laughs> well, it? Well, you, you just, <laughs> just you know, two teams go through. It's so one of my favourite grounds. You want a good strong team in your another. You know, you want another good strong team because they'll take points off the others. So you want Atletico to beat Roma and that kind of thing, and then yeah. we. We should get through. Yeah, Roma, I, think it's, Roma, Roma, I want to go to Madrid as well. <laughs> They're not like they were last year already. They've had the guts taken out of they them. They have. So yeah, I, I, watched I, think them, it, I watched them at the weekend, and they 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 just don't look coherent at all. I think we'll be able to guess at them. We yeah. getting a little podcast trip to Madrid. Yeah, well, no, I think we go to uh, Quarabe. Kiev. <laughs> we're going to do, yeah, yeah. do the podcast Listen, live from Quarabe. What a fantastic city! I would love to go to Baku. Yeah, you know, it's a gateway east east west gateway on the silk route i mean amazing let's do it then ancient, oh, on, the, on the shores of the caspian from oh, fantastic I'm, I'm, i'll skip that one i've been to enough <laughs> dodgy fucking <laughs> having flashbacks give him another piece of pie there's enough dodgy nightclubs all around the world to know <laughs> to know where my bread's buttered i'm off to madrid <laughs> Well, if he's off to Madrid, uh, we're going to go off now, but we are going to go 
via Leicester next week. Just to say, there is no podcast this Friday. That's why this one's been a long one, because we we all have to go on international duty. And next week, there's no podcast because the engineers are on strike uh, due to working conditions. Um, That's just a joke, of course. Um, They're having a holiday, quite rightly, because there's no game to talk about. So we've got Leicester coming up next week. We won't be doing a podcast next week, so we're going to do predictions for Leicester away. I'm going with Mr. Gary Hayes and Andrew Saunders. And looking forward, are you going, Rick? I am. I'm clearing up the grave of an ex-Chelsea player. Oh, you're the one. Oh, yeah. Not Jack Whitley. This is Ben Warren, who was an England international best player uh, for England in 1917. He was injured, uh, suffered a mental breakdown contracted pneumonia and died in the space of about six months he's buried at Newhall and a group of us from the cemetery cleanup group are going to stop by and clean up his grave on the way there fantastic and hopefully we'll bury Leicester later Hmm. oh look at that hey (laughs) you've been working on that one I'll tell you we've been waiting for this appearance it's lovely I love it so scores scores yeah Leicester away Seb I'm going to roll after that Tottenham one everyone doubted me I never um, doubted you. I'm gonna, I went 3-1. I'm going to go 2-0 to Chelsea. Rick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to concur, actually, Sam. You can't do this. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll go um, 3-1, then. Two. To us. Oh, phew. Gary. I think we'll concede. So I'll say 3-1 and one Daniel Drinkwater to make his Chelsea he debut. He just said 3-1. Oh, did he? Mm. Oh, so yeah, I was looking at pie at the time. <laughs> um, his handiwork. 2-1. Two one. I'm I'm going to go four one Chelsea. That's it. Alonso to get two again. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know why not? Well, he'll be rested because Spain, like fools, have not picked him for the international. By the way, how good is Morata with his head? He is brilliant with his head. And I was going, did you see yeah. that fact? He's the first ever Premier League player to, yeah, to get an assist and a goal in his first two home league games. That's working a stat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, is gone, it? Well, after it's two like, games. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. So he, every he's, last drop he's out, looking right? impressive. I think this, he's still got to do more off the ball and in terms of what he's doing, not just scoring goals. But hold but up. He looks as though he's looking around and trying to learn. I thought, I thought he, was di- he disappeared against Spurs, but just because of the way the game went. But um, Yeah, and, you know, and it, the way that we times. set up. Yeah, but I think overall it's encouraging. I still yeah. think we need cover. Yeah, yeah we do. No, we don't. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, yeah. Well, Jamie I, Vardy. Jamie Vardy. <laughs> we'll just take, put him on the bus when we go up there. <laughs> yeah. Hide him. Yeah. Hide him in with the sandwiches coming back. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks ever so much. We will be back in two weeks' time, where hopefully we'll have like six more points, about 83 more players, and we'll see who's here to talk Chell stuff. Cheers, everyone. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.